Yeah, Ramsey here. Um, next day wine delivery? Sure. Fuck that. Huh? Donkey. Next day? No. Today. I want it in an hour. Who can do it? I'll tell you who can. Drop to wine delivery app for London. If you don't live in London, you're a donkey. If you don't live in zones one and two, fair enough. There are house price issues in play, but assuming you do, or you can have wine delivered to those regions at a sensible hour, then great, well done you, because Drop is the app for you. Wine, huh? 170 or something, they've got loads. You can get cheese, you can get other bits. Yeah, yeah, that is a baby in the background crying. I'm cooking a kid, huh? Not a goat, an actual child, huh? Fuck you, donkey. Dropwine.co.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk. Christian values, Sam. Where are they? Return to the Garret. Doesn't it's not an exciting movie. I think it's not a bad for a novel. It's like about a poet who had a good run of things, got made laureate, wrote some things about the Millennium Dome. Or Bug. Or, or the Bug. Or the TV show Bug. Or the TV Bugs. show Millennium. Or the Robbie Williams. Anyway, wrote a lot of poetry. Yeah. And then, but then they oh, get fall into a rough crowd, get into chemsex. Whoa. Shit goes south. And they have to return to the garret. Is, whence they came. Is chemsex just having sex on drugs, or is it specific types of drugs? Pass. Yeah. I, you feel like there'll be certain ones that do it and certain ones that don't. Like you don't smoke weed and then have sex with dudes. Yeah. Is it just a gay thing? Uh, as far as I... I mean, as I've only ever heard it in relation to that. But actually, the only thing I have heard it in relation to is that guy who killed all those gay dudes. Who's that? Some weirdo. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously yeah. a weirdo. But, um, yeah, he picked them up on the internet and then killed them. Proper dodgy, Please. dodgy, unpleasant bastard. Mm. But got caught. Yeah. Well, they always do, don't they? I mean, how many serial killers have not been caught? But circularity, James. He was a chef. Was he? Yeah, so all connects so back. So bad. It's a pretty dark start <laughs> to the podcast. Any other famous chef murderers out there? Do you think any chefs we know have murdered? Done murder, committed mm. crime. Guns don't kill people, though. People kill people. Guns don't kill people, rappers do. Was that Goldie-looking chain? It was Goldie-looking chain, yeah. Well, what happened to them? They, I, mean, I think they're still going. Back go, in the go and play some shows. We probably talked about them on here. Yeah, probably. Familiar. How are you, Sam? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, James. I'm all right. What's, uh, what's been occurring in the last week since we dined at the coach? Had a very nice meal. Thank you again to them. Yeah, we did. Um, what has been going on? I don't know. Not a lot. It doesn't feel like a lot sort of... Like a lot of things happening, but not like big event things. Just like, oh, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. You know, like, it's not like big events. Like, oh, I had a baby. Or, oh, I got married. Or, oh, I'm dying. You know, just like lots of little things chucking along. I reckon we can announce the our news at this point. I think we can go ahead and tell people what we're up to. What, the, we're getting married, you and I? No. Oh. That we are, we've got a new... New uh, project in the pipeline. Very exciting sitcom by the name of... Am I giving this away? Yeah, we can give the name away. 
Castlemania. Castlemania. It's going to be ace. It is, yeah. Sean Horgan's already signed up. Yeah, and yes. that guy from um, Catastrophe. Her, the guy who plays her brother. Plays her brother, yeah. Who when we, we were <laughs> workshopping this in a bar at uh, Fernandes and Wells on Lexington Street, we would, I mean, we'd literally been talking about Sharon Hall in a minute before. Yeah, it was he, very strange. And he walked and yeah. both of our jaws hit the floor in a figurative fashion. And... Uh, Sam said, hey, you're Sharon Horgan's brother. He said, no, that's just in the show. And I said, I believed it while watching. <laughs> like, there is no doubt that you are actually her brother. Do you want to be in Castlemania? He was very keen. Uh, I commented on the book that he was reading at the time, which is very showy, very showy. It's not a book you can read in public. And he sat there like nodding at it in a very, yeah. very uh, way. Yeah, it was Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. Have you read Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace? No, but I, you know, that film Florence Foster Jenkins featuring Meryl Meryl Streep as a, that terrible singer. No. I always want to call it Florence Foster Wallace, which would be a good sort of mashup. I've never read any DFW. Have you not? To my shame. You should read some of his um, non-fiction. It's an easier place to start. Is Infinite Jest a novel? Yeah, it's it's bigger than The Sun. I know, I saw him. I mean, he, it's not small. It's it very look like complex. The sort of novel you'd nod at. Uh, no, but it's the novel. It is exactly the kind of novel if you were reading it in public, you would nod at. So that anybody who knows that book is like, ah, oh, yeah, he he, gets it. he's really getting that bit right there. Oh, yeah. What's it about? Uh, it's kind of confusing. So a guy's dad has invented a videotape that when you watch it, you fall into a catatonic state. So a bit like The Ring. Kind of, yeah. But then there's also a guy who's a tennis prodigy. I can't say that word. Prodigy. Prodigy. Um, and what a guy... Was Keith Flint in? Uh, I can't say that word properly. Prod- was prodigy. As a yeah, I know. I always say it wrong. My wife always says, oh, you said it wrong. Same as wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wallet. Um, wallet. So there's a child prodigy a, a tennis, tennis player. player. Hal Incandenza, I think his name is. And... Um, then there's some Quebecois separatists who are trying to get hold of the videotape. They're in wheelchairs for some reason, I don't remember. And uh, a guy who is a cook at a halfway home for recovering addicts. Oh, there's a lot going on then. Oh, it's insane. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's very dense. Is it a real page turner? Uh, at points, it's very complicated mm. and very dense and riddled with footnotes. It's like huge numbers of footnotes. Oh. That's what he does all the time, is footnotes. Exhausting. Um, nah, but I'm, 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 I'm Duncan Bannatining the fuck out of that. Yeah, I don't think it would be your jam. Um, I mean, I'm currently enjoying uh, Philip Pullman's latest oeuvre. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend David Foster Wallace, like, the short stuff and the, um, and his non-fiction. I mean, the guy was a genius sure. of that. There is no doubt. What okay. are you reading at the moment? I'm reading um, the biography of David Foster Wallace. Right. Every love story is a ghost story. And do you sit in cafes nodding at it? Uh, no, but I, when I was in the gym today, it fell out of my bag. And I was like, God, if anyone sees that, they're like, look at that bell end reading that. Does it make me a bell end that my first thought was, there's no one in the gym who's going to know what that is? That also crossed my mind. But um, my nurse, I have this thing. Do you have the, the people drive around in their cars listening to music really loud? Mm. And I never do because I'm embarrassed about self-conscious about what i'm listening to you're usually listening to your own stuff no i'm not but you know if i'm driving around, i'm not gonna be like yeah player like driving around listening to like 
Godspeed you Black Emperor, like, do make say think or something. There's that guy who uh, drives around Wilton Way uh, playing yeah. Van Morrison at full volume, singing along at even fuller volume. Yeah. Usually Brown Eyed Girl, occasionally you'll get Domino. Ah. But, um... I've only ever heard Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah. Very tuneless. Him. Morrison. Yeah. But he really commits to it, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, so my... And then, th- sorry, just... Well, I'm thinking about it. There was a bloke on the bus doing this, not seeing a brown-eyed girl, but sitting next to me. Odd-looking chap, although... Yeah. And uh, he was playing uh, very loudly in his headphones um, uh, Take On Me by Aha. Good song. <laughs> yeah, you know, great song. no arguing with that. Can't argue with Morton Harkett and the boys. No one can. He's, a, he's, an, he's an expert debater. You just don't go there. But... No. Um, he so he's put it got on the bus. First thing he did was put it on, um, and then he kept skipping, kept skipping bits of the song. So I thought, oh, he's not. He's, he's obviously not playing with a full deck of cards. He's that's and good for him. And I thought he's trying to get to the chorus. He loves the chorus, but then he got to the chorus, and then he just kept just kept skipping. And then I thought, oh, maybe he likes the middle eight. Then he just skipped on through that. And then his phone rang, and he had a fairly normal conversation about lose, but still. Well, maybe he was... I mean, you, if I had my music up that loud so you could hear it, which I don't tend to, and I wear over-ear you headphones as well. No, but I do. I skip around. Like, if there's a record I haven't heard before or something, I'll put on a track and I'll just skip. Oh, crumbs. Um, Through tracks? Yeah. I'm oh, like, right. oh, does this suck? And I'll skip sort of, oh, is this any good? Is this any good? Oh, that's rubbish. Move to the next one. So with in- mm. instrumental music more than yeah. song stuff. Yeah. But Especially I was doing Godspeed. I mean, you've got to do a bit of yeah. that. Yeah. But like, I, was, I did it with the new Nils Fram record. There. Turns yeah. out you basically skip through the whole album because it's rubbish. Yeah, I wasn't into that at all. Um, but I was doing it with a band called Ort. Yes. As in, as a bought without a B? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you like this pig pong dipping this? I do. It's delicious. I love a pig pong. I've, I've had this before. I do. I adore a pig pong. From our good uh, sponsors at Drop. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, uh, yeah. But oh yeah. Anyway, so so I have a similar thing. If I'm reading a book that I'm like, God, oh, it's a bit knobby. Yeah. You know, you won't be. So there's no way I would walk around with infinite jest. I mean, also because it's massive and it weighs you down. Kindle. Yeah. It's not the same though. Richard Kindle. Who's Innocent he? or guilty? Discuss. Kimball. Kimball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought they named the book after him. <laughs> they named the device. The device. Uh, the book device. That's a great film. I haven't watched it for years. I would love to rewatch it. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, fantastic. Breakthrough role. But there was a series, wasn't there, in the 70s or the 80s? I never saw it. But there was a series of The yeah. Fugitive. Where it's like every week, ah, oh, but you always knew, like, oh, he wasn't going to get, he wasn't going to, find justice or get caught one or the other does he not find justice at the end he does in the film I believe mm, he needed to wrap it up yeah but not in the series you've got to keep that shit going which is what we need to bear in mind for Castlemania <laughs> yeah keep the twists coming but don't you know yeah. you don't want to resolve things too neatly it's going to be good but we can't reveal who's funding it quite yet but we're in discussions that's all that you need to know but you know we've already got stars attached Sharon Horgan and her brother yeah. from me and you and I. Yeah. Also be acting as well as writing and directing, but that seems like quite hard work, so maybe not that. I, like, I directed a couple of plays at school. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. like ordering people around. All right, well, you, I'm not just having you do it, so, okay, we'll be directing as well. All right. Do I get to do the thing with the thing? Going, 
I think that's Take, isn't that it? what the best boy does? Ah, I think the best boy's the electrician's um, helper. Women can be gaffer. Gaffer. I should know it's this good. stuff. If you ever watch the credits roll, till you see some very strange named uh, boom. Just the, you know, I'm mm. boom. Is that a boom operator? Boom. Yeah, boomer. Baby boomer. No boomer. Like it was just like people. It's an American name, isn't it? Ah, oh, boomer. I don't think their name is actually boom. Like it's like it's boomer. like a. No, like a, oh. like a nickname. Really? Yeah, Boomer. My, my friends call me Boona. People used to call uh, Joe Montana, who was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in American football, both for the San Francisco 49ers, used to call him Boomer. Because he would go, boom! I don't know, actually, why they Probably did. Probably was that. Yeah. So, um, how was your Christmas? <laughs> I've got to stop <laughs> laughing. Man. Yeah, let's drop that joke. Um, tell me what you cooked over the weekend, Sam. We haven't done this item for a while. Um, item. Um, it's an item. This is a news show. It's a magazine pod. Uh, I cook meatballs on Sunday. Family Sunday meal. Family. We have meatballs, spaghetti and meatballs, and a salad. It was delightful. Um, yeah. Meatballs have raisins in them. Uh, I wasn't sold on that. I was a bit thrown by that addition. But uh, pecorino, bread. Was it someone's mm-hmm. recipe? Yeah, it was the Frankie Spintino right. recipe because... They're just, they are delicious and the texture of them's great. And I would never so normally put bread bother. crumbs in them? Bread, soak bread in water and then, you know, wring it out and then break it into bits. Parsley, pecorino, a um, little bit of garlic, pine nuts, and raisins. And I wouldn't so really. kind of uh, southern Italian vibes. Yeah, but they're like big, crumbly, Spinach. and they bake them. Bake them. Bake them, don't fry them. I'd uh, never fry a meatball. Never fry them. brown. Brown and then put in the sauce to finish. Yeah, yeah, we brown them in the oven. Brown them in the oven. And then put them in the sauce. Uh, but it was delicious. I do enjoy... Is that a cookery book they have? Stuff. Yeah, it's brilliant. Do I need to get it's it? It's a lovely book, yeah. Oh. It's really, really nice. Super simple, the stuff in it, but it's lovely. It's very... Uh, has some photos in the middle of them and, and a, of a couple of the dishes, but everything, it's hand-drawn drawings of everything. It's quite... They did it with Peter Meehan. Oh, of course. Um, but, yeah, it's a great book. A lovely read. And it has a, um, looks like a sort of old-timey book with um, gold leaf. But it's not gold leaf, whatever. Gold foil, whatever. Gold leaf? Yeah, yeah but it's not actual gold, That's is it? It's just foil, is it? Yeah. Just yellow foil. <laughs> yeah, but it's and delightful. So, so you make the sauce, you bake them separately, then you make the sauce? Yeah. Is it a smooth sauce? Um, pretty you much. Do you pass it? No, I used passata, so it was oh. pre-passed. Um, just <laughs> garlic. no onion and garlic in no, it? No, garlic, yeah. Just garlic. Garlic in the oil, yeah. Yeah. Quite a lot of oil. Often I feel onions an error in those because yeah. yeah, unless you cook it for an hour, it's you're getting bits of onion in there, which isn't. Yeah, nothing. you don't need it. Garlic and a pinch of um, chili flakes. Big thing from that book. Big takeaway for me, James. White pepper. Don't really use you black love pepper. White pepper. I do. I find it really dominates. I always used to. I don't anymore. It's really. Palette's I've changed my changed my tune on it. Mm. It works in that in Italian food. I think it works really well. Mm. Sometimes it just reminds me of, of school. It used to be in those little pots. It's all like, mm. Was it that? I mean, there? it wasn't white pepper. It was just shitty ground black pepper. pepper but it, yeah. takes, it sort of has the same profile to yeah. it. I mean, I can heartily recommend it. Well, I really think you need to change your tune. All right. Yeah, all right. I mean, I asked if you'd passed the sauce for a oh. specific reason. Because as far sauce. as I can tell, mm. you have yet to use the... Ah, Moody Legume. I, do you know what? I have not used the Moody Legume. Fuck you. I will do that. That's great. Ungrateful. It's not ungrateful just because I haven't used it. I haven't cooked any potatoes. 
it's funny that you always one feels if someone gives you a book for Christmas mm. and you don't read it, I was or but or your birthday or just gives yeah. it to you. I was so guilty if I haven't read it, but it's like if someone gave you a Mooly Lagoon, yeah, or a bottle of wine, you wouldn't be like, oh, I haven't drunk it yet. I'm saving it for. I'm saving my Mooly Lagoon. Have you read that book about Japan? Have you? No, that was what I was so going uh, into. It's been yeah. sitting by my bed, and then I've been... It's quite enjoyable, actually. ...climbing into bed and thinking, do you know what? I'd like to read some young adult fiction instead. So yeah. I... It's quite enjoyable, actually, quite a good bedtime read. Is it? Oh, I was I like doing that sort of flick through, read a thing about Osaka, and then move on. But, yeah, it's enjoyable. It wasn't quite what I expected it to be, but it was enjoyable nonetheless. I saw it uh, in a recommended section of a store... Only the other day. Not a great story, I'll grant you, but... No. Mm. Um, what about yourself? What have you cooked? Um, I overcooked the fuck out of a Coke de Boeuf on Saturday night, and I think it was a salient lesson in something that we probably knew. When I say overcooked, it was medium to medium well. No, nah, no. Nah. It was medium well to well done. Right. You know, you put the kids to bed and you yeah. sort of hate your after ball or whatever. Where were, what were you cooking it in? The, I've browned it and then chucked it in the oven. Right. So I probably wasn't putting the kids to bed. I was probably reading. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm. Right, I overcooked it. But goes to show that very good piece of meat that as long as you rest it well, it was juicy, it was tender, it was completely delicious. I didn't give a shit that it wasn't bleeding. Yeah, because you said this and I said, actually, I reckon the older I get, the less I'm interested in super rare meat. I don't, I don't, it doesn't doesn't have the appeal it used to. You know, like, I used to be quite... I was never, like, super, like, oh, you want more straight blue. That was never, ever my jam. But I was definitely more like, oh, yeah, I have it medium. Or, like, medium rare. And now I'm like, no, do you know what? I would rather have it medium. I want a bit of... I want something to do. Just With that sort teeth. of flabby kind of yeah, bloody irony thing. I'm not such... Yeah. I like iron in my vegetables. The Cavnera, of course. Mm, but not... But, yeah, meat, less so. Yeah, I think I'm. Uh, yeah, I would probably say I'm on board with that. And but I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I, and I I don't buy the whole thing of certain cuts. You know, Bavette, you've got to have it rare or it's fucked. It's like, no, you just cook it right and then rest it. Yeah, yeah. and it will be delicious for sure. And I tend to regularly overcook Bavette, at least one piece of it, because I get it in the supermarket and you always get two bits in a pack like if they haven't got it on the butcher's counter you just get it in a pack and there's always one bit that's bigger yeah. than the other uh, and so you know and you, you do your best but basically that bit's getting overcooked but then it sits on the plate you eat the other one first and it's rested before you served it anyway and by the by game time it's delicious and what's the problem couldn't agree more Sam yeah what Long... did you what did you have for these steak uh, oven chips sauce saint rouge stunning um, uh, what sort of can't remember what the green element was, but there was one. Ah, uh, it's great! It's great! It's great. Been reading the Joe Beef book a lot. Been reading yeah. the Monfuku book a lot. Don't know why. Just revisiting old favourites. Yeah. Why? What? Why aren't I reading the book you gave me? Don't know. It's no. like why aren't I listening to the new music on Spotify? Because I know what I like and I like what <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no recipes in that book I got you. So. You know. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, it's recipe free. Yeah. That's even it's, a, it's about eating in Japan. I just want to get that Samin Nosrat book. What's that the one? Salt, spice thingy. Salt, bitter, no, salt acid. Salt, acid, blah. Whatever. She seems to be a pretty... Um... What is it, Otolenghi stuff? No. I, well, I don't know. I haven't oh. even opened it. 
Oh, you want... I thought you said you want to get it. I do want to get it. But I haven't opened it because I haven't got it. That's a weird thing to say. Is it? It's meant to be a very good cookery book. No, 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 no. Not that you want to get the book. You said you haven't opened it. Yeah. That's like, oh, I've got it, but I haven't opened it. Oh, you're like, oh, I haven't got yeah, it. Yeah, but usually I walk into a shop and I'll have a flick through the the books. Right. I spent a long a couple of hours with Nora in Westfield on Saturday morning while Rosie went swimming. Rosie went swimming with Tom, got to the pool. I was like, oh, I don't have my trunks. Played that. Did they? I played a blinder there. Clever boy. Whoops. Uh, Where's the Is there a pool at Westfield? There's a pool. It's the Olympic pool next to Westfield. Oh. You know the Olympics that yeah. we had about five years ago, six years ago? Yeah. They, part of the Olympics, they have a swimming thing. Um, yeah. yeah, this I know. I didn't realise they built a shopping centre there. What? You never heard of Westfield? You've been there. You bought pants there. Yeah, no, I know. I've been so there. you never knew they bought, built a shopping centre where the Olympics were? No. But you knew where Westfield was because you've been there? Yeah. And you knew where the Olympics were? And they're next to each other? You didn't put those two things together? What, what do you mean, the, Olymp- the Olympics were all over the place? Well, no, they were pretty much all in Stratford. Were they? Well, I mean, there's the riding out and the sticks and whatnot, but... There was the, the Olympic Stadium is there, right there. Is it? Yeah. I've, honestly, I'm not playing dumb. I've never seen it. It's there. You can practice see it from this window. You probably can see it from this window. That I had no idea about. Well... There we go. So the Olympic pool, Rosie and Tom in there, and I said, I'll go and get some trunks from Westfield. I wasn't going to do that. So you can just go and swim in the Olympic pool? Yeah. Which is like a massive pool. Is there a, a, is there a, sh- so is there a shallow a, end? But there's the main Olympic pool and then sort of facing it in the same structure. Right. There's another pool, I guess. Oh, just like a normal pool. And then like a splashy bit for kiddies and the oh, right, cool, cool, cool. But so you, you went you so went up I for that vibe. Swimming, so, especially in something like that. <clears throat> Full of chlorine. Too, the water's too hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, worst. So just went and hung out in Westfield, but had the pram and in foils, the cookery book section was upstairs, so I couldn't go and have a little thumb. Well, then no no lift? No. Not even one of those like creepy little lifts that look like they're going to break down? I don't think so. Right. Well, I didn't, to be fair. Isn't that illegal? It's got to be illegal. Ooh, so maybe I just didn't investigate far enough, but I've, I remember trying to go in there with Tom in a pram and trying to leave him at the bottom saying I'll be back in five. No. <laughs> he wasn't having any of it. So. No. Um, so what did you do? I walked around, uh, I bought a photo frame, then I put three of our, four of our photos from Sri Lanka in for my wife as a very late fifth anniversary present because it's wood, it's fifth anniversary. Right. And I hadn't given her anything, she'd given me wood. <laughs> very good um, Ab told me the other day that because marriages aren't lasting very long that they've sped up all of the things so our 10 year anniversary is like silver basically who's they? well you know probably the people who sell cards and whatnot because they ain't <laughs> uh, selling right. any of them um, so yeah we're like or gold or something we're something pricey anyway for 10 years this year so the, what's the divorce rate up to? I don't know, I think it's quite a lot. All people, and people aren't getting married and all the rest of it. I think no, I, marriage I, yeah, and... I just meant, I'd be curious to know if, even if the divorce rate has stagnated. Yeah. I, I wonder if the velocity of divorce is quicker or changed. I don't know. I think fewer people get married, probably. Yeah, I think it's both. Christian values, Sam. Where are they? Christian values could be a Belgian footballer. <laughs> yeah. Do you have how many Christian values do you, would you say you have? Uh, all of them. Yeah. 
Everyone. All of them. The yeah, best I ones. Don't hate the gays. Yeah. Right. Don't approve of tattoos. Are Do they not. anti-tattoos? That's not a Christian value. That's a Judaic mosaic. Really? Yes. Yes. I couldn't tell you exactly which uh, chapter and verse, but... Really? Uh, oh, because you're besmirching your God-given yeah. husk. It's in Deuteronomy. Leviticus, isn't it? It's one of those. Really? Crumbs. And it's a, it's a couple of verses after the line about thou shalt not have sex with other men if you're a man. And uh, there was a famous meme of some dude who had that tattooed on him and read a few lines down, which also said you shouldn't get tattoos. Um, mm. So don't prove that. Hate women. I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm the full full um, full house of Christian values. Um, did you see the Flat Earth Society the other day? It's talking the, about the globe. Yeah. Yeah. We have followers all over the globe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I uh, wondered if that was a bit of Photoshop. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. It yeah. seemed too perfect yeah. to be, yeah. Uh, what, what do, do you, you think about Elon Musk? <laughs> ah, you fucker. That was sick. Read your mind. Great minds. Yeah, I think Elon Musk. I don't even know what his vibe is, but I think that whole thing is fucking awesome. I mean, it needs to be said, I think, which I'm not saying in any way a criticism, the guy is doing it to make a huge amount more money. He will make an absolute packet. Incredibly risky way to try and make money, but all he had to do was prove that he could do it and he can do it cheaper than anybody else, which he's done. So the man is... How much does it cost him to send that dummy into space? Um, I, I don't know. But I think it was he was just basically saying, we've proved this works, we can send up much bigger things, we can send up lots of things in one go, and this stuff comes back. It's like if you had... Oh, it a, comes back? This car's coming back? No, 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 the, car's oh. not, the car doesn't need to come back. It's just... The rockets that delivered it, so two of them came oh. back. Do you not see it? And they landed... No. It's, it's freaky looking. So the two of the booster rockets landed perfectly and they landed simultaneously it was and he said that's the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life the other one ran out of fuel so it couldn't slow down on its descent so it bombed into the sea at 500 miles an hour missing the platform in the sea it was supposed to land on it was a drone ship actually it was supposed to land on which is just mental ship ship huh or a dolphin i mean you probably a couple of dolphins have got proper fucked up they've got some scorch marks on there yeah um so, so but two out of three pretty good yeah, I mean, I suppose in this, I mean, any day and age, I suspect people are cynical fucks about a lot of things. But I know Tim Hayward, of whom I'm a great fan in many ways. He, I've seen him on multiple occasions, and well before that, you know, the, the recent um, escapade, sort of really down on Musk about what mm. absolute tosspot he is, which maybe he is. But you just think, fuck it, that guy's brilliantly mental. Like, yeah, I mean, he's that. a proper, and that he's needs, he's like a character. Yeah. Which I think, isn't that amazing? Like, actually, this guy is in real life, is a billionaire, decided he's going to spend all his money on space, which, yeah, let's not be dumb about it. He's doing it to make money, and he will make huge amounts of money. That's a fact. Potentially. Oh, is that a f- was more- I would say it's an absolute fact that the human race will be out in space fucking around doing shit. Oh, oh that is a fact, but whether he's the one who... It's just, it's like Memphis meets. If you, you, don't know. I don't think they've... Well, I looked into... Um, we've talked about it on here before the synthetic meat but it's not synthetic right. but made from a cell so basically you can make actual meat protein right. without killing oh, yeah. and I looked into investing in it whatever little money I have which um, you can't do yet but I think it's like there will absolutely in the next 20 years that will happen Yeah, but 
that doesn't mean Memphis Meeks will be the one. Oh, to for do sure, it. for so sure. It doesn't yeah. mean Elon Musk will be the one. No, but right, no, for it's sure. And and the fact that he's ahead of everyone else doesn't mean anything. I mean, Jeff Bezos is trying to do it as well, and you know, there's a bunch of people trying to do it. Um, I'd say he's quite far advanced of a lot of people, so potentially he's the guy who does it. I mean, somebody is going to make the money doing it for sure. So yeah, okay, not fact, but um, but he's doing it basically to try and make money. But also, like, the way of doing it as well, that whole thing, the way that you get people excited about stuff like that, you know, these sort of big steps, which at the moment, yeah, it's to get big satellites up mm. in the air or lots of satellites or whatever. So who cares, really? But what it means for peop- for the world moving mm. forward could mean a hell of a lot. And the fact that he could have not done a thing of it, could have not put his car with a dummy in it listening to david bowie but like that's cool that's what i would do if if i would do something silly like that and funny with uh with a somehow equivalent or at least mirror image of the um you know rust belt republicans who are going yeah i mean goddamn hitler Kim Jong, you know, they all have military parades. It's so goddamn cool that Donald wants to have a parade. That we're what, the equivalent of liking well, it's just Elon like, we're like, It's fucking cool, why not? It's awesome. Do you, you know. But the, I don't see what the drawback is of a guy spending his money on something like that, which potentially has benefits for the world. It's going to have a lot of benefits for him if it works out, but it's also going to have benefits mm. for everybody. You know, his whole thing about putting up... He needed big enough things so he can do this thing of having satellites to put the internet all over the planet. And in space. You can get Wi-Fi on Mars now. It's banging. But his thing is like multiple mini satellites so there's internet connection over the whole globe. So places where they don't have it at the moment. You know, people trying to do balloons. That was his initial reason to do this big launch thing of something that could carry multiple satellites, chuck them out and everyone gets the internet. Yeah, I mean, that alone is going to make them multiple billions. For sure. But, you know, for the world, that's like not a bad thing. You know, that everybody gets access to the World Wide Web. I mean, that is what it's called. But there's... Except for the North Koreans. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But, so... I don't know. It's like it's fun. It's fun. It's it? fun flying shit into space. And also, what's the drawback? You know, the drawback of a military parade paid for by the American government, as somebody points out, it's like four hundred thousand veterans who need a fuck ton of help, and they could spend the millions it'll cost to do some sad parade in New York. Uh, sorry, in Washington, they could spend it on veterans who mm. need that help. So that's gross. Mm. Or like you know debt inequality no 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 like it's not elon musk's job to sort it out but it is donald trump's apart from a moral imperative maybe elon musk has but i'm yeah, sure but he does he, some good shit as well yeah whatever he's probably a bellend but i mean almost certainly but given he's investing in castlemania um, he is one we... of the people we're talking to he's been a bit distracted recently with whole rocket shit That's a reason to be down on him, that he's not returning our calls currently because he's been too busy firing a crappy battery-powered car into space. Also, he's called Elon Musk, if that's not a character name. That is true. I don't know what is. Elon? Where is it from? He's South African, isn't he? Oh, is he? I believe so. I didn't know that. But he lives in California. I wonder what his favourite flavour of ice cream is. (laughs) Is that a joke? Because it sounds like ice cream. Yeah, do you not seen um, uh, Alan Partridge? Chocolate ice cream. Is that Alan Partridge? 
According to Simon Jones, that's it. But I said that to Abby. She's like, that is not. There's an Alan Partridge episode with a South African, but... He says chocolate ice cream. No, he doesn't. He does. Uh, all right. I'm I'm near convinced. I know of it. my partridge pretty well. Well, I wouldn't have made this joke up. Well, and no, no, Simon, it. I mean, it's quite. It, si- my friend Simon Jones used to say it all the time, and it was Alan Partridge. So he might have said it all the time, and sort of said, "Oh yeah, that's that." Alan Do you know? What? I think I've googled it and couldn't prove that it's it was. Not, that. But what's it from then? I don't know. But the the, the episode with that South African and Alan Partridge is it a, is he, he is says, it a country club? Yeah, he says, "What part of Birmingham are you from?" I'm from South Africa, Ellen. Ah, sorry, I should have guessed. And at no point do they mention ice cream. Sure they do. The guy says, no, you can't. And he says, don't call me that, which is a joke. I also <laughs> say yeah. to my son a lot, which yeah. one day he'll get. Yeah. Oh, daddy, you can't. Don't call me that, Tom. Um, that boy did not like getting his hair cut tonight, did he? No, no. But he looks pretty swag now. I mean, he loves Sam. He was, he was super lovely today, very, wasn't he? Very, very fond of you. Yeah, he comes fun. up here nice. when I'm working and he'll come and go, where's Sam? Because he thinks you live up here. <laughs> I was and quite touched, actually. Yeah. Came over, gave me a hug. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. All right, very I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah, and then he screamed a bunch and I liked him a bit less. But yeah, they do that there, don't they? I mean, you should have had Nora in the bath. Oh, I did. <laughs> That's probably why you burnt the pepitas. I did burn the pepitas, yeah. Um, so, right, what we'd musk tick... Parades, tick, um, food. I don't really have any notes, do you? No. Uh, probably, probably worth thanking uh, Matt for uh, Matt Bright for joining us on the podcast last week, and Henry Harris. I thought they were both very entertaining. I especially like Henry's voice. He's got a, this. Mm. I don't know if it's the delivery or the timbre or what, but I really like his voice. I liked him very much. I did, yeah, as I said on the thing, I, I hope I didn't insult him. And I did then watch that film that he said. Was it any good? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was kind of, it was really sad. I found it quite sad, but it was really good. It's about a sort of gone to long in the tooth chef. Gone to yeah, he was like, his restaurant was voted like best restaurant in America. And it was super old school French, very glitzy, glamorous, and then was very stuck in the stuck in the mud basically and eventually had to close and he's like aggro walking around smoking and screaming at people and uh yeah eventually had to close the doors but the guy the young guy who was his head chef there was sort of quite a sweet father-son thing going on american guy i was like god why do i recognize him from where do i recognize him from the documentary must be a good few years old eight ten years old maybe and I was like, God, I recognise that guy. Where do I recognise him from? And then at the end, it shows him after the restaurant shut, he went on Top Chef and he won Top Chef. And now he has um, a few restaurants in um, Philadelphia. Yeah, I think it's Philadelphia. Philly, as they Philly. say. Uh, and, you know, he's doing, doing very well. But it was quite sort of sad. But I liked Henry Harris very much and also, uh, which took me a while before I realised, he is pretty much the spitting image of Tony, who was my guitar tech. When oh, I was really? in the band, who was one of the sweetest guys I've ever known. Um, so that was probably adds to my feeling of fondness towards Henry Harris. Chef Henry Harris. Sorry, Chef Henry Harris. Follow him on Twitter at Racine underscore Kitchen still. Do, do so. Um, and what's, what's coming up, Sam? What's, what's, on the, what's on the horizon for, for you, for us? We're going to do a new eatery tomorrow. Are we? Don't, don't know that word, eatery. Well, I think it's it. Yeah, Bombay Bustle. Oh, Bombay it's on the Bustle. site of Hibiscus. Oh, is that where it is? Yes. Interesting. 
Um, I ate one of the worst dishes I've ever eaten in my life at Hibiscus on um, the London Restaurant Festival. Um, oh, were you taking people around? I think gastro bus. Have I talked about this to you or on no? Here? Not, on here, not on here. Not on here. I heard you talking to somebody about this recently. No, no, no. Within the last year. Yeah, I was. But a, I was. I keep meaning to ask you. You were like a bus guide. I was or a something. host. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and you had to get on a bus with a with you sort of forty people, and I was, yeah, well, I was, I was basically entertainment. I was a bit like Peter K crossed with, um, I don't know, like Richard Pryor, one of those. It was a combo move. Right, Peter K, K and Pryor. Imagine them as a double act in one person. That was me on a bus with a microphone. Oh, we're just pulling in it. Well, I didn't do that. So but, you were setting yourself on fire with crack cocaine. Yes. Cool. But while making jokes about Actually, I shouldn't say that. absolutely just diminished the fact that the guy was a genius, an incredible comedian. Pete K, he's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I set myself on fire with crack cocaine while making jokes about um, social clubs. That's a good, actually, not that's, not a bad, that's not a bad combo. That's not a bad combo character. Um, anyway, yeah, so it was very strange. And you, so we went from one, from one restaurant to another. And I had to entertain these people. I mean, I didn't actually have to entertain them, but I was... Like, they had some relatively how big... Is, how is you, with a weird mix between, like, a Boston and Harlem accent, setting yourself on fire, not entertaining? And a Northwest accent. Yeah, talking about... What, what does he talk about? Peter K. Yeah. Uh, it's like biscuits. Okay. <laughs> so, so biscuits and the fact that his mum was a prostitute. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> it was good. This this combo character. Right, we need to write this character into <laughs> Castlemania because it seems perfect. <laughs> has to be has to be played by a, a white man. What's funny? <laughs> What's funnier, Richard Pryor doing Peter K jokes or Peter it's K okay. doing Richard... I think the other... Richard Pryor doing Peter K jokes. You know what? <laughs> this is going to be too yeah. bad um, No, that, yeah. imagine that. I think... Like, really angry, understandably <laughs> angry, drug-addled, black American doing jokes about, like, Bolton and, like... Which Biscuits. Tea is best for dunk, which biscuit is best for donkey in your tea? Um, sorry, carry on. Oh, I don't know, I had to go from restaurant to restaurant with these fuckers. So where did you go? You went to Hibiscus? Which was That's gross. That's the only one I remember. What did you have? Uh, it was some rabbit dish. It was right. genuinely like student food, and apparently Bosey had just uh, had a hissy fit, because um, uh, I think they'd done two sittings, and the first people had turned up late, and there was some issue. You know, they basically shut the restaurant for the lunch service to accommodate. Right. First of all, presumably at fairly decent cost, but I might be mm-hmm. wrong. And um, it was it was it was like a piece of rabbit on some julienne vegetables. None of it tasting very good. Are you are you going to go to Babendum when at some point? I've been to Babendum. Yeah, but that wasn't proper Babendum, was it? Well, it was. It was the food that then everyone was raving about, and you didn't like it. I wasn't wild about it. Mm. It was a bit mannered for me. Mm. Wonder what that chef we had is doing. Is he? Uh-huh. I don't know. He was a twat. Um, the no, it was it, it was sort of admirable more than it was enjoyable. You could, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you could, I think a lot of two stars is that's the vibe. Oh, so for sure. Oh, and the, the technical yeah. the execution is amazing, and the fun is zero. Yeah, but also I would say the flavour is not 
you know, I, th- I think there's a difference which maybe Michelin don't. I feel there's a big difference between subtlety and just lack of fucking flavour. Mm. And you go, oh, isn't it subtle? The thing, it's like, well, no, not really. It just doesn't really taste it very much, you know. Is, is subtle is just a way of, of saying I think I'm, I don't, I'm not confident enough to criticise this chef, so I'm For just sure. going to say yeah. very subtle flavours. Yeah, and sort of, which by no means, it'd be quite exhausting if everything you ate sort of punched you in the face, but... You know, there wasn't, uh, there wasn't for me. It wasn't exactly my jam, but it was a pleasure to experience the food in the relaunched Babenden restaurant. <laughs> I'm quite the politician in my old age. Would you ever go into politics? Absolutely not. Far too many skeletons. In my uh, that's what I always think. We I was... would, but if someone went onto my Facebook, it'd be like, well, probably have to cut that. <laughs> see a horror show. What, on your Facebook? Just not in, like, not terrible, but there's a picture of me practically naked. I think that, but that, actually, but to that be fair... Be norm, it? To be fair, though, now, but now, you know, Trump kind of moved the goalpost, didn't he? If he's done anything positive, it means any fucking idiot can do it. Doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter what you say. But he was already in the public eye. I think if you went... If you sort of had a meteoric rise to prominence, you've, you say you founded a party... Yeah based exclusively on um, trying to get a comedy act of a combo of Richard Pryor and Peter Kay. Oh, the podcast would torpedo either one of us <laughs> taking a run and into people, politics. No, do the podcast. But suddenly, and, and, and suddenly it was like, oh my God, this Sam Hurley guy, he's a visionary in yeah. politics because he does this act. Right. And whatever. I'm not convinced that's a solid foundation. Suddenly the Daily trawling your past. And so it's fine for Trump because he doesn't give a shit. He's yeah. absolute Teflon. But you're, yeah, but you know, why is Trump kids, Teflon and nobody else was? People have been to a less, lesser extent. Yeah, oh, but... A way lesser extent, but still, like, Harvey Weinstein. I mean, I know he's not in politics, but, like... Yeah, but he's fucked now. He's fucked now. Trump will hopefully be fucked at some point. But, but Trump has never been fucked. You know, grab him by the pussy. Didn't get him fucked. Yeah. You know, thing after thing after thing doesn't get him Well, fucked. for now, he's an anomaly, so let's put him to one side. Okay, all right. Well, all right. Well, but how would you feel if you just personally, you're trying to make it in politics? Oh, I'd be screwed. And then there's a thing about, oh, there's a thing on Facebook with Sam with his mate James and Edgar Davids, and Sam's balls are hanging out. My balls weren't hanging out. My, I, my head looked like a ball. <laughs> I looked absolutely horrific. Um, but we did hang out with Edgar Davids. Mm. I just wanted to drop that in there. Yeah, players. Um, no, I don't think there's, there's probably not online stuff that would bring me down. It's probably just people that I've forgotten about. Oh, God, I was, like, horrible to them or whatever. That I yeah, just forgot that's about. that's all deniable, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. But you, you're basically saying your Facebook's full of pictures of you in blackface and stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> Retweeting the far right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. No. Well, but... Listeners, go ahead and look. See what's there and report back. My Facebook is private. I'm even friends with George on Facebook, so he can screw off. Um, what are you excited, James? There's a few, you know, some up-and-coming exciting openings in London. What are you excited well, about? Well, I haven't been boy yet, but I'm happy about our new neighbour, Nieves Baran, yeah. who cooks delicious food, and everyone likes that sort of Spanishy tapasy globe, not globe-trotting. Spanish, Spanish, Spain, Spanish Spain trotting. trotting. It's flat earth anyway, it's not a globe. Like a Spanish right. Spanish donkey. It's like a chopping board. Right. Spanish donkey? Yeah, trotting. Donkey, um, or, or horse. 
Yeah, he was on a horse, wasn't he? Not a donkey. Uh, no, he was on a donkey, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, that was his thing, because he was kind of rubbish knight. So he had, like, a crappy donkey. Sancho Panza. Quixotic. Are you feeling... Tilting at windmills. That's what he did. The old windmill tilter. That's, never read it. Yeah? It's very long. That's where it comes from, tilting at windmills. I've never heard that expression. You've never heard tilting at windmills? Never, ever. What? I've never Are heard... Are you joking? I'm not joking. Is you're very well read. You've never heard that before? No. If you're tilting at windmills, you're like chasing dreams, pipe dreams, whatever. Tilting That's at windmills. That's a nonsensical metaphor, isn't it? Because he sees them as being these giants that he has to defeat. Yeah, was he tilting there? Well, he's off Should his head, isn't he? Straight. He's basically on acid. Idiot. Yeah, he was an idiot. Fact. He was an idiot. All right. Well, this was fun. Uh, well, I'm even finished with Sabor. I'm excited. Oh, sorry. All right, God. Oh, do you know what? I should mention I had an absolutely amazing breakfast at Smoking Goat Shoreditch on Sunday. And I would thoroughly recommend. Isn't Smoking Goat Shoreditch London's most ambitious bar? Yeah, it is ambitious because it's a bar that does food similar to its other place that was successful. Whew. Therein, like, late. Yeah. I didn't quite get that, but. It, but it's very good. Yeah, it's... We're potentially going to go there next Wednesday. Yeah, if Valentine's Day. Yeah, but can you not walk in? Or is it booking? Yeah, you can walk in. We'll go and sit at the bar. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. It was like, oh, we go to Sabor, we could go there because we can just walk in. Wait? No? Yeah, but it's Valentine's Day, so there's going to be queues longer than my... Really? Yes. Because everyone's going to like, oh, let's... No, because everyone will have booked places, no? Mm, yeah, but not everyone. Can we ask the dude? What's his name? We'll ask um, Don Buff to get us in. Do Come I on, we're going to pull some rank here. This I'm is what happens... I'm wheeling it with you and your wife. I'm not happy about this. And I know that it started off as our date, but given your wife's coming up and it's Valentine, yeah. I should, for listeners who think my wife might have left me, she's she has. Yeah. Uh, no, she'll be down on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. Don't know why people give a fuck about that, but you asked. Did you ask? <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> uh, no, it's going to be great. We'll go wherever we're going to go. I'm sure it'll be great. Braun. There's a few options around there, aren't there? Braun. We're not going to get a table at Braun. That's true. There's no walk-ins at Braun. All right, listen. Probably Ooh. Jennifer Barbecue Express with actually, a this of isn't Casanera del Diablo and be very happy for it. No, let's not do that. I'm quite up for smoking goat, actually. So am I. So, it's yeah. fucking spicy. At breakfast, and we had Tom, and I said, what, what isn't, what, what's not spicy that I can give him? Yeah. And he said, to be honest, the breakfast menu, none of it's that spicy. That's a little bit spicy. That's fine. So we ordered a few of the whatevers. And they were all, like, ho, 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 spicy. Yeah. So Tom just ate the roti, was happy as a pig and shit, but... Tim of the Ab's going to be on board with that. Hmm. But you don't really just want to check all the way to bloody Sabor, do we? No. Because we'll be over here for the tasting, won't we? And the pod. And the pod. <laughs> uh, we've got options, but no, we're staying east. All right. Hey, if you're a restaurateur somewhere in the east of London and would like to offer a table to me, Sam and Abby, and maybe some after-dinner entertainment... <laughs> I don't know what that would be. Yeah, this was fun. This was fun. Thanks for listening. Um, thank you for the pick pool, James. Uh, no, thank you, Drop. Uh, thank you, Drop, yeah. Um, Our sponsors. This was on a sponsor. Yeah, please uh, subscribe, sponsor, uh, not sponsor, subscribe. If you want a sponsor, get in touch at the email that we never check. Um, <laughs> James, what email is that? It's the, uh, I think it's the kitchen is on fire podcast at gmail. Or, or just call the restaurants, uh, whatever. The numbers are online. Track us down. We're happy to take your money and do some adverts. And you can, you know how funny they are. Um, 